This is Frank Cho, and you're listening to Top 5 Comics Podcast. Welcome to Top 5 Comics Podcast. People talking about comics, pop culture, and events. Uh, with us today, we have the Master of Disaster, Josh45. What's up? And CBS. How you guys doing? Let's see, so today we are doing um, episode number 158. And we're doing something a little bit different today. Instead of doing a batch of book read-throughs or read-overs, reviews, uh, we're going to talk about the WandaVision. Right, Josh? Yeah. It was right. the first half. I mean, the first five episodes, because we haven't hit episode six till sometime midnight tonight. So, you know, drop-wise... No, no, tomorrow, because today's Wednesday. Sorry, I yeah. forgot what day of the week it was. So, yeah, so we got five episodes out. If you haven't watched WandaVision, then about the time we start talking about that, you might, I don't know, stop if you're worried about spoilers. Uh, if you're not, then I mean, press along. Not any problem. Uh, so there's your spoiler thing, I guess. The sound will probably happen to you, but whatever. Anyway. I'm sure um, I have a spoiler alert, like, yeah. that's what I was just That's what I was just talking about. Um, so before we do that, I guess, do you have any news, Josh? Um, I don't really have any news. Yeah, not a whole lot of news that uh, not anything new new that I found this week. They showed, they showed Jared Leto's um, version of the Joker is a little bit different, like in the new that one Justice photo. League film, like S- Snyder Cut or whatever. Yeah, Snyder Cut for Justice League. He's supposed to have a different Jared Leto considering he wasn't in it originally at all. Just looks like. I mean, he's got long hair, so I guess it's sort of Heath Ledgery. Sort of. Mm, it's more like Marilyn Manson biopic movie. Oh yeah, yeah, I can see that. Well, like the only pictures they put out so far have been black and white, so it really does look a lot like that. Actually, I mean, it's not like a bad picture or anything. Whatever. I guess we'll see what that really means. Like sometime here in March, when it's supposed to drop. A Wizard of Oz remakes in the works for um, the director of the Watchmen TV show. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Uh, we did see a couple announcements from Image, but mostly just about new books and company stuff that they're that they're doing, but that's all behind-the-scenes weirdness. Um, did you see Gina Carano supposedly got fired from Disney today? Oh, no, I did not. So it won't be breaking news necessarily when you guys hear this. I mean, you usually, usually get up the next day or whatever, but the uh, hashtag fire Gina Carano is massively trending right now. Um, it's kind of breaking news to us as we record this, but I guess um, on a now-deleted post on her Instagram, I was able to dig and find it real quick, but she wrote, Jews were beaten in the streets not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jewish. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? And so now, like, the hashtag Fire Gina Carano is um, trending on Twitter, and I guess Disney has let her, as of right now, let her go. Wow. Which, as you read that, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a pretty bold thing to say, but all she's saying is that, like, before the Nazis were able to start rounding up and the Nazi soldiers beating and murdering Jews, the Nazi government first made... The, the German people hate Jews. Right. Just their neighbors hate them like other German citizens, which the Jew, not, you know, German Jews were 
citizens of Germany. Right. And so that's what she's saying. Um, it's a bold statement. It's a risky statement in this day and age in America. Sure. Um, yeah. Being a history major myself, like, I'm not disagreeing with what she's saying. I mean, it's very true. Um, the way that that happened, like, Germany felt very slighted after World War One. They were made to look like morons and idiots, and they felt very, um, made to look like the, the entire country was made to look like were treated very horribly by the rest of the world because they lost World War One. So, um, when the Nazi party rose to power and Hitler became, came to power, his, his ultimate goal was like, hey, Germany's powerful and it's these people's fault because he, he kind of basically, not kind of, I mean, there's a lot to it, but made the Jewish people look bad because Jewish people were the moneylenders and going back even centuries before that, different countries, most, multiple different countries, like monarchies had a, a court Jew. Um, Jewish people weren't allowed to hold certain, they couldn't do certain jobs because they were Jewish, because of, like, they were looked down upon anyway, but they could handle money. And because of Christianity and Catholicism, like, monarchs couldn't, like, handle their money, so they had a court Jew handle the money for them. And so, that's where that whole, like, stigma of, like, Jewish people and money comes from. Um, sure. Yeah. And so that was the only way for them to make money. So that's, that's, it's kind of the basis of banks. That's kind of where that comes from. And so, um, because they basically, one of the, one of the, one of the things that Hitler said was like Jewish people, the Jewish people wouldn't lend us the money to back this war. And that's why we lost and blah, blah, blah. And sure. Shifting blame. That, that, yeah. It, it was, it, yeah, definitely a shifting of blame. And so that, that's kind of what she's saying. But like in this day and age, it's kind of a pointless thing to say. It right. really is. And so. Um, I'm not disagreeing with her because what she's saying is mostly historically correct, but I can see why it's something that I don't understand why you're saying it. Yeah, it's a weird mirroring of things. So maybe a little much, um, as far as uh, <laughs> yeah, to, to what to what end really? It's her uh, her publicist needs the media put the brakes on her. I mean, it's taken down now, and it was just an Instagram story when she put it, but again, like, oh my gosh, it's just... So, I mean, we did see James Gunn... Come and go, yeah. And come back. <laughs> get fired for... Stuff that happened years Arguably ago. way worse things. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, and his were years before, or whatever, but he came back eventually. I mean, maybe she will. Maybe she'll make an apology or explain herself more. I don't know. And... Just to be clear, like I'm not taking one side or the other. I'm, I'm just stating historical facts. Just to be clear, on sure. This and like this, is, this definitely isn't a, a political podcast. No, not at all. But not, not at all. I will say that what she's saying comes from historical facts. True. Like, and she's not saying that like Jews weren't murdered by Nazi soldiers. That they were only. She, if you read it. Like it's it, just like anything in this day and age, things can be taken out of context very easily. And I mean, I'll use an example like Joe Rogan. People, because his podcast is what it is, people take a snippet of that and then post it, and they're like, "Joe Rogan said this," when really he was like, they take the one snippet of him being sarcastic and like talking trash, and then like they post just that thing. And so like Spin. obviously in that snippet he did say that thing, but he was being sarcastic. So you got to listen to the whole sure. whole thing. So. Yeah, Gina Carano is a very right-wing, like, um, conservative person. Um, she's very, I, I don't, I, I can't 100% say that she's Republican. I don't know what she's registered as. I don't really care. No. But I know that she's come out on some, she's made some comments about, like, 
trans fighters, I think. It's almost the same thing that Joe Rogan said about, like, I don't think a man who's become be transitioning to a woman should be allowed to fight a woman without that person knowing that they're transitioning because a man's body structure is different. Sure. That's all he's saying. And I think she said, I, I, I don't know, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that she was saying similar things, but maybe more aggressively because mm. she's a woman and she was a, a, she was a very famous female MMA fighter. And so, um, that doesn't necessarily make her transphobic, but again, it's just people's, t- like, there's, there's an oversensitivity in the world and things are swinging way left because they used to be way right. You know, in the Mad Men ages of like a bunch of dudes sitting around drinking whiskey, slapping women on the butt and it's like, <laughs> Just like just talking down to them, like, and you know, saying a bunch of horrible things to like, it's going to swing the other direction. And we got to find a happy place, a place right in the middle where people just respect each other. That's really is where we need to come to. But it's going to swing that way first and foremost. But in breaking news, yeah, she's in trouble, and she, as of right now, unfortunately, she's not, um, uh, employed by Disney. Yeah, but what's her character's name? Mandalorian. Blanking it. Like, oh, uh. Man, if you wanted to ask that, I would not tell you. Yeah, I just blanked it. I don't know why. Anyway. Then you, then you asked me, and I don't remember. Cara Dune. Cara, Cara Dune. Cara, huh. Cara Dune, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, so Gina Carano is currently, I guess, not going to replace her role as Cara Dune in season three, supposedly. We'll see how that happens. I. Yeah. It's sad, because she's awesome. Her character's really cool. Yeah. But, anyway, that's what's going on. So, if you want to know any more about it... There you go. And a lot of people are going to, you guys are going to probably have seen this on something because like the news happens so quickly, but try and back, break it down a little bit for you. And because we're doing like kind of like a news-ish episode. I guess kind of. I mean, it's like, not really. It's, it's like yeah. more topic based rather than like issue based. Like sure. That's good timing for that, I suppose. We can talk about it a little bit. Um, as far as like other show stuff, there's a show called Utopia, which chances are none of you've ever heard of it. Um, it is not getting renewed for a second season. I'm going to say not because it was bad, but because uh, it just didn't get the followership that it needed. Uh, it was a, a show about a group of people trying to postpone a dystopic future from happening. And the key to unlocking what would save the future is inside of a comic book that was created by a madman um, who was being driven mad by his images of the future. It's a really cool show. But it's not going to get a finish, apparently, which is unfortunate. Um, so there's that. Something else that's kind of cool. So Boom Comics is going to be putting out a book called Berserk. Uh, Berserk is uh, co-written by, by Keanu Reeves and by Matt Kent. Uh, it is about a uh, basically an eternal, eternal warrior, um, which is based off Keanu Reeves look-wise, which makes sense. Um, anyway, it managed to sell over 600,000 copies. And uh, it's been delayed to release till March 24th because of the uh, amount of numbers ordered uh, from Boom. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's going to have a whole batch of different covers. Um, the main covers, the A, B covers, have a matching C, no, have a matching D and E, I think, covers that are hollow foil. So they did two different versions of that particular cover. One that's shiny, one that's not. Um, but yeah, as a thing, there's a bunch of incentive covers in the middle. Um, but yeah, pretty cool. I mean, that's a good, that's a huge number of books to sell, man. So awesome. But it's going to be delayed slightly because of that. So that's my other piece of news I had for that. I mean, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, that was the thing that happened. That's news. Yeah, that's true. Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. And then in the, in the 
parade celebration they did it on boats. Did you see that? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> That's hilarious. It was on boats because they're in Tampa Bay. Buccaneers, yeah. Pirates. And I guess, n- not I guess, I watched it, and I was like, <gasps> the whole time, like, from his boat, he threw it to the the Super Bowl trophy to the next boat to Gronkowski. <laughs> what? <laughs> and supposedly at the Super Bowl, Gronk said on like, Good Morning NFL or Good Morning Football or one of those, one of the shows that he's like, well, because I, I guess he bunted a pitch from Julian Edelman the last time the Patriots won the Super Bowl and it dented the Super Bowl trophy. Like he threw a baseball and he used the trophy as a bat and bunted the ball and it dented the trophy that he's like, that's probably why they won't let me touch the Super Bowl trophy. That's what Gronk <laughs> said. Like that's funny in that interview. And then like Tom Brady threw the entire trophy from one boat to another boat. And I was like, why does anybody think that's a good idea? It's, to me, in my mind, I know it's a living child. I don't want to compare it, but it's like Michael Jackson holding the baby over the balcony. Everybody's like, what are you doing? Right. It's like, a, you know, that trophy could have just like fallen into the ocean. Oh, yeah. And just sunk, because I, can't, no, I yeah. can't imagine that thing's light. No, man, that's, what a foolish. Hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> one of those stupid people videos, man. It's hilarious. You caught it. I mean, a good thing, I guess. I don't know who you find for that if it falls in the water. I mean, both of them? Uh, man, that's crazy. Who thinks <laughs> that's a good idea ever? I mean, obviously he did, so that's fine. Man, that's crazy. What a weird, uh, yeah. And the only reason I bring that up on a comic book podcast is because Gronk was a professional wrestler for a minute. And professional wrestling kind of goes into like pop well, culture. Super Bowl is an event, so you know, well, fits in the fits in the breakdown. Not a comic book event, but they did do comic book drawings of all the people this year for their photos. And Gronk is kind of a comic book character. Kind of, yeah. Like he's yeah. he's been on Family Guy, or no, not Family Guy on The Simpsons. No, on and both. Family Guy. My gosh, he's been on both. And yeah. WWE. That's well, yeah. I mean, that's yeah, that's true. And he's in a movie. uh Oh gosh, what's the name? Uh, Level Up. He's in that movie playing a character that looks like, um, oh gosh, who played the Punisher in the original Punisher movie? Thomas Jane? No, that's not Dolph the Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren. Who looks like Dolph Lundgren, whose name in the credits is Bazooka Guy. It's him playing, the, anyway, he, he only has three seconds. If you didn't see it, like realize it's who it was, you'd never know. <laughs> anyway, Level Up, awesome movie. Frank, uh, Garoppolo is the main character in it. Yeah, if you haven't seen that thing, you should check it out. Cool. Anyway. <laughs> uh, news weirdness. Weird news. So speaking of weirdness. Right. WandaVision. Just to let you know, there will be spoilers. It's a thing. It's true. No, I'll say this. I was stoked on it because I love television. I've watched a lot of old-time late-night television. Oh, yeah. I had an idea that, like, already where this was going to go, kind of, like, when I saw previews for it. And it's definitely going in that direction. And again, one more spoiler alert. Like, we're not going to do the the noise again. But if you haven't watched it, go back and watch episodes one through five. Yeah, fine. But, like... Really neat how they go from like, what was it like the four by six? Yeah, they use the old, old school. Square and then TVs. as time goes on, it spreads out to like the different like TV 
it's it's too widescreen format. It happens neat. in the first episode, but it's like towards the end of the first episode. But it's of, neat. Oh yeah, it's cool. In the end of the first episodes, when it happens, like it whenever uh, whenever things get start to get crazy with the choking, that's when the picture expands. So like when the reality sort of breaks, is when it changes. But yeah, the whole time before that, it's in the uh, four four by oh four, gosh four six four six frame yeah. rate or frame size. So yeah, pretty cool. A neat thing to do. And yeah, like I'm, I think you and me were both the right age when Nick at Night was the thing that you saw. So a lot of those shows we saw because it wasn't the internet the way it is now. So YouTube wasn't a thing yet. No, I mean, yeah. I mean, Nick at Night was like, maybe you don't know what Nick at Night is, like Nickelodeon at night at a certain time, it turned to the old timey TV shows that were popular in the old days. And some of them were like, um, I Love Lucy, Mr. Ed. Um, Patty Duke show. Leave it to Beaver. Leave it to, well, yeah, Leave it to Beaver was really on all over the place. Andy Griffith show, all those kinds of things. There, there's a bunch of them, like tons of them. Yeah. Um, but anyway, and it was just like. It ran through okay. the evening. So if you were a kid that had insomnia. Leave it to Beaver, did you see that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It just, it's just what it was. Right. So, and those little timey shows, but like in WandaVision, she's, oh, my opinion of it, and I don't know how what, how we're going to start or do this, but, like, she's kind of trapped in her own head trying to make this perfect, like, life with her and Vision. Right. And, like, in this happy space. And if you've, obviously, if you read the comics, like, House of M, like, Wanda goes crazy and says, no more mutants, and it creates a whole different thing. And, right. Like, she's she's very powerful. Sure. In the comics. Very powerful. Well, as far as, like, a, a stepping stone... The idea that the reason these are the shows they are, so the where her and her brother grew up in the movie verse was a, not like a straight up third world country, but basically a third world country. Okay. No, it was a third world country. What was what's the name of the country in the movies? I don't remember. Sokovia. Sokovia. Because it's Sokovia Accords. Right. So Sokovia is a third world country, and what they would have been getting TV wise through like UFF channels and through the rabbit ears. Would have been those old shows. So, like, the reasoning these are the shows she grasped onto is when she was a kid watching them on TV, this is what she would have seen as a perfect life. The American sitcom, which... Well, it's like, if you have you ever seen the, the movie Eurotrip? Yeah. You know, when they go to, like, that third world, like, they, like, go to the wrong place and I right. it? Yeah, yeah. And, like, he's like, oh, Miami Vice, America number one show! Right. And it's just like, uh, they're like, that's hasn't been a show for <laughs> a long time. Same it's, idea. It's like, cause they get it so much later and that's, you know, like, that, that's a possibility. That's one part of it. Right. You know, going into, you know, they were pr- probably raised in orphanages and then like kind of brought into. Well, the- prior to them being picked up by Hydra, like they, so the whole thing with their parents, their parents get crushed by the bomb that one of the bombs that hit Sokovia, but there's the bomb that didn't go off. So they were both still kids. And then as they grew up, they got radicalized and eventually got taken by Hydra and experimented on. And that's where we get the power version of the two of them. Right. But, uh, yeah, they they went from being, like, kids with a normal family to orphaned kids. And as far as the world's concerned, like, that's the options they would have had to see just because of technology. Now, do they ever talk about their mom in the comics? I don't... I'm. Much later, we got a name that was the mother, but she was never like a super important thing. Because we all know uh, Magnia's her dad. I, that's also not currently the situation. 
Originally, yes. Originally, Magneto was the father of both Wanda Maximoff and and uh, Pietro Maximoff. Now, prior to Disney buying Fox, there is a point in time, not terribly far back, that uh, Marvel decided they were just going to sort of try to replace the X-Men with the Inhumans. Not entirely, but they cut them out of X-Men books that were coming out, and all of a sudden we got five Inhuman titles that out of nowhere. And in one of the event books, we did a, we did a storyline where we find out the truth is that Magneto found them in the, the woods, and then he raised them. Uh, but they were never actually his kids. Uh, and they were not actually mutants. Um, they're inhumans? Well, they didn't ever iron that out either. So they what they what they really were at that point was more in question. Uh, now since then, of course, Fox has been bought by Disney, and uh, the inhuman books have basically stopped, and we are right back to the X-Men train because that's what people like, which is fine. But as a thing, even that particular story, we don't, we haven't really gone back to talk about since then. So, in the comic books, technically at this point, they were raised by him, but they were not his actual offspring. We haven't ratconned it any further, but as a thing, that whole time frame when they were still battling Fox kind of changed that. So, best I can tell you at this point, if the movies move forward to make it different, the movies can do whatever they want because now everything's on the same playing field by the same company. Right. But yeah, in the comic books, at this point, technically, they're still not his actual kids, which is still kind of weird. Supposedly. We'll see if they don't change that again. <laughs> they might. I mean, like she winds up doing a thing that's supposed to affect mutants, and initially she thinks it's going to hurt both her and her... It's going to affect both of them because she's trying to kill Magneto is what she's trying to do. And uh the only one it affects is Magneto, so... Yeah, after that he tells the truth about finding them in the woods. Could we change that? Oh, easily. I mean, we've basically right, had an right. on-off switch with with uh, the whole newer Power and House of X series with Moira McTavert. There's basically a redo button whenever they want to. So, that's a crazy thing, too. I assume at some point we'll get some other story to try to maybe balance that, but we really haven't done that yet. So, yeah. Um, best I can tell you is right now they are not. But yeah, in the comic books, we did get a mention of the mother once before, and I, I couldn't tell your name because it's not something I remember. Right. But she was never drawn as being like a I was just, the reason I asked was because I was wondering if they're like, you know, if they, if, if they grew up in Sokovia or whatever, like, how are they going to bring Magneto into this whole thing? But maybe since he's not really their parent, like, they won't? I don't, I don't think the movies will. I think the movies will probably just demonstrate from the current stasis in the comics. Um, mostly because if we decide to draw Fassbender into stuff as Magneto, then him having two kids that are the age they are would be not impossible, but be a little weird. But yeah, like as a thing, I would imagine they default to the current scenario where he's not their parents. Or he's not the father. And since in the movie they have two parents that get dead, and they talk about the two parents getting dead, he can't be one of them. So that's more likely an alternate reality scenario than it is a connected to this particular batch of character scenario. So yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what that, whatever episode six reveals to us should be probably way crazy. So interesting. So, I mean, there's multiple questions in this. So up to this point, so if you're up to episode... Well, episode five was the last one that came out. So that's where we're at. So I think there's supposed to be ten. 
I think it's eight, actually. Oh, really? It was only eight? That's why I think that, I think that's what I read. Because I remember thinking it was only four hours if you made it hour episodes. If you to combine them. But eight episodes are half hour episodes. Well, roughly half hour episodes. A couple of them are longer. So, yeah. So here's some things that we know. Um, she can't control vision. Best we can tell, I think, if she is puppeteering him, I think she's made him too smart. Like he's too in control himself. She can't control vision. Okay. Because he says that you can't control me. He does. Like you do everybody else. He does say that, yeah. And she, and he's doing things separately from her. Oh, yeah, independently. Like all the stuff at the office. And like, and he brings up the fact that like playgrounds, this, this, that, nothing happens outside. So like, and she can't control everything on her own. Like she's, she even says that. And then like the two, the twins hurt the kids. Right. She can't control them because she tries to get them to do something they don't. Multiple times, yeah. Um, the death of the dog, she can't control that. You know, I don't, they make that weird, like she's teaching him a lesson, but it's also weird that the dog died so quickly. I guess the idea was he ate the poison or he ate the flowers and the flowers were what killed him. But it seems, it seems weird. But as far as the thing is like a lesson for her and for them. No, it's like, they're like, you can do anything, mom. And she's like, I can't fix right. that. Like, but like she can bring technically, I guess she could bring vision back to life because vision sees power. That's a, like a large amount of like so, some, like, you know, the soul gem, not soul gem, the um, mind gem was, which, which gem was he? He had the mind gem. Yeah. So the mind gem was like super powerful. So that's right. what made him function. Yeah. As far as the thing, like that's, that's still a pretty good question. Like, I don't, I don't know if he's real or not. And it, it seems like maybe he is, but the weird flash of him with the hole in his Being head. dead and like, yeah. that was odd. So I think maybe that's that's why I think that she might not be puppeteering the same way. Like think like the ventriloquist from DC. So the ventriloquist clearly is moving around Scarface the puppet, but the puppet is in charge of the situation because of how crazy the ventriloquist is. So like if Scarface told the ventriloquist to kill himself, I don't think, I don't think that's the way that it is. I think that she pumped all of her power into bringing him back to life. That might be too. That's why he doesn't remember anything. Well, he doesn't have any of his memories, which is weird. Because it's he only remembers from the point that he came back to life. That's what I think. That makes sense. And at this and and at this point, as you're listening to this, people out there in Radio Land, oh yeah, episode like six. these are just opinions, and right. these are just like episode six is going to come out before this episode's probably even in the world, which we might even learn more by that. I assume we will, yeah. But like, it's just it's a fast it's a fascinating take on something really really cool, because you know what like. Marvel, Marvel came at this whole thing, the MCU, and just blew anything that ever came before it in that, and, uh, uh, a cinematic universe of like multi, multi, multifaceted, different directions, everything ties together, works into this one end game. Right. Well, no, no pun intended. No, totally pun intended. But, but seriously, like, that's, <laughs> I mean, it, it it was a massive undertaking. Oh yeah. And so then they like took a step back, and then they were like, "We're gonna do a bunch of TV shows." And everybody's like, "All right, okay." Well, and then and the Wandavision thing's the first one. Yeah, it's great. But there's no movies out right now because of COVID. I mean, there are, but on a very very limited basis. But let's just say that there's no movies right now, and everything that is coming out is all streaming service based. So Disney slash Marvel are like, "Let's take advantage of this." It just happened to be at the right time because we, these they, were going to be shows before. I, so like, yeah, I, it's crazy. I think if anything, these guys are going to come out of it 
they're just like, they just happen to just, man, just keep landing on their feet. Yeah, that's the crazy part. But the cool thing about this thing is like, she's supposed to be, Wanda's supposed to be a main character in the Doctor Strange 2 film. She is, yeah. Which is the multiverse of madness, right? That's right. And so that brought up your and my conversation last night, which was what brought up my idea to maybe do an episode tonight about WandaVision. Sure. Because there's so much going on, and it's kind of crazy. It is. That it's like, maybe she, with her powers, is pulling something from the multiverse, and maybe a different version of Vision. I don't... I don't know. There's multiple possibilities, and like, there's a couple other, there's a couple crazy fan theories that I, I think are out. But you're a fan, so what's your theory? I don't want to know about. Let's we'll get into those. I want to know your theory. So what I think, I I don't think because I told you mine. I think that I think that with her immense amount of power, she's taking that and with her her love and passion for Vision, she brought him back to life because she stole the body. They have that on video, right? She took the body back, and or whatever it is. And I think she used her immense powers to bring him back to life. Which at one point, I'm pretty sure at one point in the comics, she does that. She uses her powers to bring him back to life at one point because he does die. Yeah, there, there's a lot of Avengers stuff that I didn't read in when I was younger, just because I wasn't following the Avengers. And he's had multiple storylines where, like the the first, so when we first saw him turn gray after this gem was ripped out of his head. What I initially thought back then when that happened in the movie, he goes full gray. Now, in the comic white. books, it white. well, white, white, gray, whatever. And if you remember the Avengers arcade game, the was, world needs your help. He's white in that. Right. That's, in the time frame in the comics, that was after he had deleted his, not his full memory. In the comic books, there's a storyline where eventually he, he had finds, to... Well, didn't he find out that he, he is part Wonder Man? Well, he's always been part Wonder Man. Yeah, but then he finds out though, and he realizes it, and that's when he so he deletes all that part of it to be make his own person, like make his own thing. Kind of, yeah. Like he he was he was having problems storing as much data in his head. This is back when computers weren't what they are now, and like the amount of storage available to whatever was totally different. And just so you know, this is an opinion based show, so like, and we're not going to fact check everything. Like, if you're an Avengers Superman human being, like historian, and we're getting this totally wrong. Shoot us a message and we'll we'll give you credit for it. But at this point, we're just going off what we remember because it's like there's a there's tons of years of of Avengers history that before they were popular on TV and right. in movies. So yeah, way before the movies. And and I'll give you like like I said, there's some pieces in there that I didn't read that are gray. I'm pretty sure this is the close to right though. Pretty sure. Anyhow, so he purges memory of those pieces. So yes, the Wonder Man personality, the things Wonder Man liked, the things that his shape, who Vision was. Because in the comics, he was never connected to the gym. So there's no mind gym connection Correct. at all. And Wonder Man, who was another character altogether, um, was in the process of being, well, turned into Wonder Man. And at the time, Tony Stark and a batch of the other Avengers thought it was going to kill him. So they decided to save his brain, his, his mental stasis into a computer and that's how Vision got his personality, was from that persona. Now, granted, Wonder Man didn't die. He just turned full, like, I don't know, like crazy power, and then eventually back into a dude that could use that power. So for a minute, he was very, like, just purple, shiny. That part doesn't matter so much. Wonder Man is still around, he still does stuff. But as a thing, Vision wound up being a copy of Wonder Man 
for the most part, like what he liked, what he f- flavors he liked, what colors he liked, things like that. So yes, Vision decides to get rid of that stuff, and the whole memory thing was a problem. After that happened, all this color went away. So the red, the yellow, and the way he looked color-wise was something he had just picked and made himself look that way. So so here's what I, I just found real quick. The Vision's died several times, but the first was in Avengers West Coast issues number 47 through 50, he, where he was disassembled and later rebuilt. Okay. Um, he switched bodies with an evil version of himself from an alternate reality in Avengers issue number 360, part of a long story arc. The evil version controlling his original body was destroyed. He was later destroyed by the She-Hulk in Avengers in the Avengers disassembled story arc, later later rebuilt by Tony Stark. It looked like he's going to be killed off again in a recent Avengers No Road Home series, but he's still kicking it at this writing. Yeah, and no, no Road Home is the one where they get time traveled, and then that's how Conan gets to the regular Marvel Universe. No Road Home, we eventually land in the time frame of Conan, and then Conan comes with him. That's how we have Savage Avengers. Savage Avengers features Conan. Which I'm not a Conan. fan of, to be... A, to be to, I, I don't like the fact that Conan's part of... Uh, at all. It's weird, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, he likes the time travel, I guess. Which is weird, because he's Conan. Anyway. But yeah, the color scheme change, I assumed that what we would have happen in the movies was that Tony Stark would just rebuild him without the mind gym, and we'd have a vision that wasn't the personality of vision, but was the body and the power. Not the same way, but essentially the same idea. Ultimately, that didn't happen, because apparently S.W.O.R.D. collected the body and had had it in a storage room somewhere. And then Wanda finds it. So very different things there. But like as a thing, when the color changed, I assume that's what was going to happen. Because after the deletion of the memories, that's when the color left him. And that's why he looks the way he looks in that game. Because the game came out at the same time as the persona in the comics look that, look that way. So yeah, like as a thing... And this jewel on his head initially was called the Solar Jewel. So the power in? Yeah, and it uh, absorbs ambient solar energy to provide the power needed for him to function. Right. So it's basically like a super, super, super solar panel, basically. Sure. I'm just doing some quick vision research while you chat, but yeah. Yeah, like as a thing, I assume that's where it was going to go from there. Ultimately, when we come to the show, now, I, I can see what you're saying as far as a thing, and I think that'd be cool if that winds up being the case. I don't know if I fully believe that or not. Like, I, I kind of think that, that we're just gonna have this Quicksilver turn out to be a dude from town. That just, for okay, us, so, so, the we're audience, not, so we're not there yet. We haven't. Oh, is that what you're asking me? No, I'm asking you what, we're, we're at Vision. So what's your... Oh, what's happening with the Vision right now? Yeah, what's your opinion of Vision? So, like, we're not too Quicksilver yet, which we're going to get to that. Okay. So, Vision. I think... I don't think Vision's really alive. Like, I think that Wanda has powered him the best that she remembers him, and she remembers that the real Vision is smart enough to figure out the problems. And, like, her version of Vision, unlike the... Or, like, the when I was talking earlier about the uh, ventriloquist, even though the ventriloquist is in control of the puppet, he is so crazy that the puppet's in control of him. So whatever Scarface tells him to do, he does. Even though he knows that between the two things, there's only one guy with a hand in the puppet, and the puppet by itself does nothing. But the ventriloquist is so crazy 
that he lets the puppet lead him around. I think this is a similar scenario. I don't think she's making his choices. I think she's fueled him with enough power that he can fly and do the things Vision would normally do, including go through go through things, do all the different powers he used to have. But he's thinking on his own, so that doesn't... That- because she's made him as smart as he needs to be. Not limited him like everyone else is limited. She's infused him with everything that Vision would be. In her memory, in her mind, she knows Vision is super smart. She knows all this stuff about him. She's just giving him enough rope to hang himself, I guess, would be the um, no, like no. analogy. And, so him being able to do his own thing. And I, and I get what you're saying, and I'm listening. I'm, but, and the reason I disagree with it is that I think that she's powerful enough to... Have resurrected he, him? Sure. He was... Yeah, I mean, the the Infinity Stone was a very powerful oh, thing. Yeah. But she went toe-to-toe with Thanos. Well, and destroyed one of the gems herself. Yeah, and she just went, you know, like... But and she but she went toe-to-toe with him, and when he, he had stones on him... Right. You know, and really, like, there was only some mishaps that happened that, like, made it, like, her stumble, almost. You know what I mean? Like, she's she, she's a very... Very, very, like, they, they don't, I mean, they delve into it kind of when she first appears in Age of Ultron. That is not Age of Ultron, it's, it's what's it called? It, it, is it, is it, Avengers Age of Ultron as well? Age of Ultron's the first movie that her and her brother do. Yeah, anything. but it's also, Age of Ultron's they, also a combo. Count, yeah. Uh, crossover, so I'll just, um. Avengers Ultron is the one you're, the movie you're talking about. Yeah. But, I, she, 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 she like, she basically takes complete control of the Hulk. Oh, yeah. You know, she's, well, and that's like, and that's just like a very limited part of that. Is the, the, the nightmare of the dream that she puts him in, I don't necessarily think she's driving him around, but she's caused his, uh, perception of the world to change so heavily that she does the same thing to Cap. Like she puts him in a, the, the trance where he's back in the fifties, still during the war, dancing in a ballroom. He wasn't actually dancing. His mind thought he was dancing. Right. But I'm saying that, but that's how powerful she is. Like she's oh, taking yeah. these people that are so mass, like, Nobody can control the Hulk, but she's controlling the Hulk. Yeah, I don't disagree about her power. Level. I'm just, I'm just saying that, like, I feel like, cause, which, in my, my explanation, it was like, so you, you said yours and I said mine, and my reasoning is the kids. So the kids, and, and it, so if your explanation is like, she's just making it do with, like, the kids surprised her. Right. So. And that she can't control the kids just like she can't control Vision. Well, we've, so, seen, we've seen things happen differently with Vision, though. Like, think about the jump cuts, which is what you would call them. Like, the the jump cut when the beekeeper comes out and she just says no. We cut to a totally different scene. Moving forward as if the two of them had never seen it. That includes Vision not knowing that he saw it. Now, since then, we've seen certain things slip and him be like, that's weird. And we see him register it being weird. Yeah, but if she, but if she had just, she, if she gets his body, right, and takes it to that town, and revives him with her power, he's not going to know what's going on because he's like it's basically like rebooting rebooting a computer. Like he's like, I don't know what's going. on. It's going to take him some time because like the first sense of being with him is that like, oh, I'm with Wanda. I'm with Wanda. And so as time goes on, he's like, this is starting to not make sense. As he, as he becomes more aware and self-learning, which is what he was to begin with, and he right. starts to be, be what he used to be, he's like, this doesn't make any sense. He takes his own powers, 
takes that guy out of the WandaVision. The guy's like, make her stop, make her stop. He's like, and puts her back, puts the guy back in. <laughs> and that's not Wanda. That's Vision not completely on his own. Oh, yeah. I'm not saying he's not operating independently. I'm saying that she's built him to be. And so then the kids are, 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 are to me, what defends my point of view is just like, I think that her powers are so powerful and her mind is so fractured that like her powers are doing things that she's not realizing that they're doing like the kids. I agree with that. I yeah. think, I think that her, I think the kids are like, she's like, she wanted to have kids with vision. She wants to life with vision so much that all of a sudden kids are existing. She created them with right. her powers and like vision's back. I think, I think vision is back and I think that she brought him back, but I think that like she didn't realize that by bringing him back, and opening up that that door that maybe like part of her brain was suppressing for so long because her she is so powerful that like now by you open it, it it brings up it opens floodgates to a bunch of other stuff. Sure, that is a very good possibility that multiverse madness could easily be all things that are in her head, and that the reveal. Well, I'm, I mean, partial. I, I, it might all. I don't. I don't know if it complete. It doesn't stem from her. Obviously, it stems from when they fractured. I think with the Infinity Stones. Right. That's why I think. Anyway, I don't oh, know. for the for the Doctor Strange movie. Well, just in general, the multiverse of madness. I think the multiverse in general, I think, is because they fractured it with the Infinity Stones by going back in time. All the time travel weirdness. Yeah. Sure. So I think that it fractured everything. It's a very good possibility. But I think yeah. that like that, like her, I don't know. Yeah, and it's interesting. And I, there's a lot of possibilities with, with that stuff. And as far as like a, a thing that, that to go lean to the idea that we're dealing with a multiverse of her. Making a hole in the universe, and that that there's there's no there's different than fan theory that I that I've heard recently about yeah, so, that. So give me a couple of the fan theories that you read. So this one I didn't actually read; it was regurgitated to me. But best I can tell you from what I was told. So this is a fan from the shop. This is a fan from the shop that read it on someplace in the world because I don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff, not really. But I do hear pe- things from people when we talk about things. Um, so this is not his theory, but it's a theory he read and he thought it was bonkers, and he decided to share it with me. So, third third party sharing? Here we go. Um, so, in the uh, Logan movie, we have Professor X who caused, an, caused something to happen in a place called Westchester. The way that movie lines it out to us is that Professor X had a stroke and it killed a bunch of X-Men. Which is why a lot of the X-Men aren't around anymore. Wolverine survived because he's Wolverine. But supposedly Gene and a bunch of the other ones, in theory, died in his stroke. Now, the theory goes that maybe Westchester and Westview, instead of them being stroked out, he transformed them to another universe, which is where they are now in Westview. I'm going to say it's a stretch. That's dumb. I like that. It's, I can see possible lines there, I guess. Mm. But Strange is, or not Strange, but um, Professor X's powers never lent that direction. I'm more... Of the opinion that if, if something has ripped the hole in reality, that it's Wanda. Only because of what her powers are and how they are built. Now that X is, is, has less power, I mean, he could rewrite everybody's memory forever. Until he dies, of course. Well, But yeah. it's not the same kind of power. Like I told you, it was... And that's not really how that happened. That's not really how that's explained in Logan, either. In the movie? No, um, that's not. That's that's kind of... That's not proper, anyway. They no. talk They talk about him having an, an episode, which was like the stroke that he's having in Vegas... And he killed a bunch of people, so then they, I think they hunted down the moons because of that. I don't remember that being a part of that, but I have not watched that movie in a fair minute. Anyway, and that movie was kind of garbage to begin with, so. It has its, it has its points. And it, I don't know, man, it's a, it's a 50-50 one. There's lots of so, cool things in anyway, it. So, anyway, that's, that's one fan theory. What else you got? 
That was the most crazy one I'd ever heard. Um, just, just, I'm just, I just want you to list off a few if you had them. Well, there's that guy, and there's another one where, and this, this I was more prescribed to until I realized the names were different. So, Agnes, the next door neighbor. Right. There's a pretty big fan following that believe that she's actually Agatha Harkness. Now, initially, I didn't remember Agatha being the first name of Harkness. I thought it was the same name, but it's not. In the comic books, it's it's Agatha. Um, and Agatha Harkness, at one point in the comic books, she was... She, so what she is, according to the stuff I remember about her, she was supposedly one of the original witches at the Salem Witch Trials. She managed to survive and escape. She wasn't like a bad witch, but, she, you know, she did things that were questionable. When she first shows up in the comic books, is actually in the Fantastic Four. She's uh, bring on as the uh, nanny for uh, Franklin. And eventually helps Fantastic Four fight a batch of bad guys using witch power. She looks like a crazy old lady, like sort of like uh, Aunt May used to originally look. Has a familiar, like a black cat. Um, but she originally was bring on to be the nanny, and then it turns out the nanny has witch power, and she helps the Fantastic Four battle Immortus and a bunch of other weird nonsense. Um, anyway, eventually she winds up being connected to Wanda, and she helps Wanda learn how to use her her magic with real witch power. So rather than just the crazy chaos magic, which in the comics, she primarily uses chaos magic. Harkness was training her how to use, the way they call it is real witch power, which just meant using regular witchcraft, not the chaos magic she has herself. Um, eventually that led to a storyline where we have the Salem Seven, which is in a city called Salem, Colorado, which I don't actually know if it's a real place in Colorado or not. I don't think so. But it was a city that was basically inhabited by a bunch of other witches. I want to say it was like, I think, gosh, this is a minute since this story. Uh, I want to say it was her son that ran the, the, ran the town, and he, he had turned all the people in the town into his acolytes, and a few of them might have been his kids. Anyway, he wanted to kill his mom so he could take her power, I think. And that led to another battle with where she used wanted to help her. Um, she's died and come back a couple times in comic books, too. Cause she, there's one point where she got killed by... Um, by Scarlet Witch as well. Um, whenever she first comes back from the dead after half of after House of M, there's a point where her and Hawkeye run into each other. This is Hawkeye just before the reveal of him being Ronan. And there's a point where she tells him that she's living with her aunt um, Agatha in an apartment and she's taking care of her so he doesn't have to worry about her. I don't remember that story ever going anywhere else after that because the next storyline we had with her was like her own miniseries doing things and there was no mention of Agatha at all. So it was like a weird callback that was in the Hawkeye story. Anyhow, as a thing, the fan theory is that Agnes and Agatha are the same character. And so part of what's happening in the uh, WandaVision show is her trying to help or discourage uh, Wanda and distract her so she could either develop her power or use it against her. Being the names aren't the same... I, I am having a harder time prescribing that idea, but she does behave differently than everybody else does in the scenario. So I guess it's possible still. Um, if it is that, there's a lot of folks speculating another one. Okay, so this one sort of connects to that one, but not entirely. There's a lot of folks that feel like this show is going to lead to Mephisto, because in the comic books, Mephisto at one point claims, and I feel like this was rebutted later, but he claims that the souls that inhabit the twins were fractured pieces of his soul that she stole to make the twins be who they are. Now, I don't remember if that came back to be a lie, 
only because I, there's a, like I said, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there I never read. No, they, Mephi- they're parts of Mephisto, and then Mephisto like re- reabsorbs them, and then right. she goes crazy. Right. And then, like, and that's when, like, he goes off, Vision goes off and does his own thing, and then she kind of goes crazy and starts trying to, like, create them, and Vision crashes a Quinjet into the Avengers mansion, and then, like, he spawns out five pieces of Ultron, and then the Avengers defeat those, and then, like, She-Hulk gets crazy and is like, I'm tired of this, and rips Vision in half again. <laughs> so that's where she killed him, okay. Yeah, so there's a, a connection there that could be Mephisto that is fueling this whole thing to happen. So are we setting up for Mephisto to be the bit new bad guy? Uh, maybe. I mean, that's that's a that's a good possibility. That could... Because that changes a lot of things. Yeah. So yeah, if Mephisto winds up being the main bad guy, I, I I would say he's he's got a lot of power. I mean, he's basically the devil. So, you know, even though Marvel has a devil also. So, yeah, that, that is a, another fan theory that's a possibility. And because of the twins, it lends itself to some credence. And as far as the ingo with that, I mean, I guess... I mean, we could see a, a one-more-day scenario. Now, I don't necessarily prescribe this myself, but it is a possibility where... Wanda decided to make the deal with the devil in order to bring back Vision, and that r- runs itself to uh, to being where we're at now. So if this is partially the devil making her crazy because of a deal with the devil, I mean, I can see that. I, I don't, don't even necessarily... Know, this, I don't, okay, so I don't think it's necessarily a deal with the devil, but if, if, if he's starting to start... Because who's going to be the next big baddie? That's the question. Yeah. So there's question. been there's so the quick rumors. So we had Thanos. Thanos was like in con- in Marvel continuity as far as big bad guys go. Mar- Thanos has been one of the biggest of the biggest sure, bad yeah. guys. You got you got a couple other big guys. You got Galactus. He's huge. Right. Galactus has been a big bad guy. Um, you have the uh, what's the guy? What what the the guys with the big head? The the big gigantic the are you talking about Modoc? No, like the the there's the whole space station built out of the the one of their heads. Oh, the Celestials. Celestials. The Celestials mm-hmm. have been talked about. Um, Kang the Conqueror has been talked about. Can I go to Ant Man? Which I don't. I guess we'll see. But yeah, but, Kang's but, another one. Yeah, but like he's not as he, he's not as powerful as is Thanos ever was. Well, strength-wise, no, but dangerous-wise, because he basically time travels and causes all kinds of problems. But Marvel's already got a problem with their time travel, so I don't... I think he would fit that way. But he's another one that... When you think it starts straight, like, power, no, I mean, he hasn't had the same kind of power level, but as a bad guy, where he landed in the universe, he's caused some major problems and big story arcs. But I wouldn't necessarily say he's a... He's not an A-list kind of bad guy, I don't think. Neither is Mephisto necessarily, but... No, yeah, I, that's true, too. I don't know. It's just there's... there's hmm. Yeah, as far as, like, a next big bad, Galactus does sound like one of them makes sense, but the short answer to Galactus is the nullifier, and then you move forward. Doesn't mean you can't do a lot of other things before then, but he is a definitely a powerhouse. Right. So, like, I mean, being that the Infinity War went the way it did, and we haven't actually got Adam Warlock in the movies yet, I wouldn't say Magus is a possibility yet. Nah, I don't think Magus is either. I don't. Th- I don't actually think we're ever going to go that direction unless we start out with Adam Warlock behaving like Ma- Magus and then eventually turning to which he does it kind of originally in the comics, like he when did. he first appeared, he was a bad guy. Yeah, but so we might see that. 
which, I mean, if he does start out as a bad guy, I guess we could see an arc based around that, and he's also a very powerful character. Yeah. But he's still not one that would be considered an A-list bad guy, because he's, most of the time, he's, I mean, like the beginning he was, and then when he fractured himself, he was, but he wasn't at this really point, him. Because without Wanda and without Vision, right. if you take them out of the equation, you don't really have an Avengers. You don't have anybody powerful enough, because Thor's kind of, at this point, Thor's not part of the Avengers. He's with the, well, he's off Planet with Guardians. Right. Captain Marvel's off Planet with Guardians, with, by herself. So you get, like, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Falcon, Winter Soldier. Ant-Man. Oh, and Ant-Man. Wasp. Wasp. And you have Spider-Man. I mean, the Hulk's around still. Spider-Man, technically. Spider-Man. Um, as far as, like, other Avengers-type characters, I mean, the big, the most powerful one that would still be around is the Hulk. And we know we're getting Jennifer Walter, Jennifer Water, Walters? Walters. Walters, that was hard to say. God. We know we're getting a She-Hulk, that's what I should have done. A She-Hulk show, so... Eventually, but, like, as I know, I know it's only, I know it's cast and stuff. Right. But again, I mean, that's, that's a ways out. Right. Which they're gonna do right. Which they, they, I mean, been, it, I, everything you know, else is lined they're, up They're gonna good. take their time and do it proper. Right. But, so, the question is, is like, you kind of need Wanda, and you kind of need Vision, so... And we still have the other one we still have is Hawkeye. I kind of think maybe in the long but run... Hawkeye's not powerful, so... I mean, no, but as far as fitting in the situation with the Avengers, he's still technically an Avenger. Yeah. Regardless of his power level. <clears throat> I kind of wonder if we're aiming towards the young Avengers as a thing. No. I mean, maybe. They're building up a bunch of replacements. And, like, his show has Kate Bishop in it. And if the boys age up one more step to teenage age, then that's the age they are when they're in the Young Avengers. So that would be three of them. Yeah, there's no Iron Lad and there's no Patriot, but could Winter Soldier Falcon lead to a Patriot? Eh, pretty easy. I mean, we haven't seen anything to say that again. It's, it's a know. guess. I don't think that's popular enough in mainstream to make, make that be a thing. I mean, not on that level anyway. I don't think for a... Uh, I think for, like, a next Avengers kind of idea, like, I don't think they'd call them Young Avengers as a movie. I think they would try to make them the second string of Avengers. And it only depends on whether people like them or not, whether it works. I mean, as an Avengers thing, we fractured everybody again. So unless... And we know Chris Evans got cast for something. What he got cast for, don't know. But... In America. I, I mean, I would have to say that's what he's playing. But is it old Cap, young Cap... Stop. Human Torch. Oh yes. man! Yes. It's so un- bring him back. That particular piece I find very unlikely. That's what I'm hoping. That for. would be hilarious if it was, though. We're both. Man, <laughs> man, I find it unlikely. But maybe. So then, the big reveal, the end of this episode is, and this is the one that you may have had the most discussions about. Sure. You want to talk about uh, Monica Rambeau for a second? Well, finish she's, up with. She's the little kid from Captain Marvel. Um, that's who she, yeah, so her first appearance is in Captain Marvel. She's the daughter of Cat Marvel's friend. Um, in this, she shows up in the, uh, in the black and white time frame first. Oh gosh, what's her name? Da, it's a J name. God, I can't remember what they call her. Mm, then she has the afro, and then after that, we find out who she really is in episode three? No, episode four. Three. In three. Three. Yeah. Three, you find out who she really is. And like, I think, I could see her moving forward as an Avenger as well, because she was an Avenger for a minute in the comic books. Nah, she doesn't do anything, though. Um, well, in the, in the comics, she eventually gets infused with 
the same way the movie made Captain Marvel work, an explosion of technology gave her the powers in her body, and she basically became the first girl Captain Marvel. Eventually, she changed her name, which her current name is Spectrum in the comics, which is the name they give her mom um, in the movie. So, after she has her... Uh, what, do you, what do you call it when you get your physical? So when the nurse lady's looking her over, and she's like, we have to draw some more blood because there's something wrong with it. And they showed her the scans um, of her body, and they're blank. She's like, yeah, the machine must be broken. And if that's the case, I find that odd that both those things would be a problem. But when the nurse tries to make her do it again, she's like, nope, I'm good, and gets up and leaves the room. So I'm going to say that it's a good possibility that Wanda did something to her physically, and we might see that change her because of that. And if they make her Spectrum, she could easily fit in with the Avengers being kind of like Captain Marvel, but not Captain Marvel. I mean, power level are not the same, but as a thing, could that transform her body? I mean, pretty easily. One of the things that Captain Marvel says to her when she's a kid is, well, one day if you meet me in space. So it's like an allusion to that idea happening. But I think that's a cool a cool fit. But as far as the thing, we know she's cast to play the same part um, in Captain Marvel 2. So if we're going to get that piece, I imagine it'd probably be something that happens in the second movie. Whatever Captain Marvel 2 ends up being. Yeah, maybe, and we'll, well, I mean, we'll see where that goes. I, uh, I think she's just kind of like a whatever character at this point. I mean, she's neat and everything, but I'll kind of see her. I don't think she's gonna be an Avenger. It depends. Just kind of like what's your face from How I Met Your Mother? Like, are you talking about Maria Hill? Yeah, she never was a. She was never an Avenger. She no. was just kind of always just kind of there. Maria Hill's always been an agent of Shield, though. Yeah, but she's never been. She was the director of Shield. Actually, this chick's gonna be an agent of Sword. I mean, it wouldn't be the same thing. Uh, Maria never had superpowers at all. So, neither did Rambo in the, in the and show. Right now she doesn't, but I have a feeling it's going to lead to that. Yeah. Those cat scan things coming back blank is pretty weird. I don't think they came back blank. They did. At one point they hold up a, a whatever chart it was, they did the scanner, and the image find, itself it is blank. They just didn't find anything. No, they, they say the image is blank, which is weird, because she tells her she needs to run the test again. And then she also tells her she wants to take it, more blood. I watched it twice. I'm going to tell you that's exactly what happened in it, though. No, they're just like, did, what about, did you guys find anything about this? And they're like, no, nah, we got to do more blood for that. And they're like, no, nah, we're done back, She says it come, came no, back so blank. And then she's like, always oh, we say we're done here. Well, when she asked her for the blood draw the second time, yeah, both the things came back blank. Because uh, what's her name with the glasses um, from Thor? She looks at it, too, and she, we see it. And we see that it's blank. And it shouldn't have been blank. And the doctor responds to it, or the nurse, whatever. I don't know how you catch these things, because I watched it twice, and I did not, I did not, I watched that part twice specifically, and the fact that you see that, I don't see it. So I think that we're, I think we, there's, there's, the truth is somewhere in the middle. I don't think that you're 100% right, and I don't think I'm 100% right. Well, so we can go back and watch it when we're done, if you'd like. Yeah, but I think, I don't think that that's the case. I think that you want it to be more like the comics, and so, like, maybe that's why you're leaning towards that, but I don't think that's the case. Nah. That's, that's just my opinion, I mean, okay, you can think whatever you want. Because I watched that part and I was just like, they were just like, they asked her another question, like, did you find anything about this? And they're like, nah, we have to do more draw, another blood draw. And like, we're done here. I'm not doing that. Yeah, there's more that's in that scene than that, though. I guarantee it is. 100%. Okay. But yeah, as a thing, I think that that's going to lead to her having powers at some point. To what end? Don't know. I mean, Captain Marvel 2, I assume, is what they're going to deal with it, but as far as an Avengers thing, again, I don't, I don't know. 
Well, it's kind of like the dog is Sparky, and that's the the dog that Vision creates in the comics, right? Right. It's just it's maybe it's just a threat. That, that maybe it's just a, it's there in name. Just a name drop. Because in the, yeah, in the Vision series, he makes a green robot dog that has got the same name. It's not even the same kind of dog though, but as a thing, it's the name. So it's a callback, probably, to the Tom King run for Vision. Yeah, but I mean, again, with her, like. Nothing's the same in the MCU as it is in the comics yes. at all. I mean, some things are. It's mm-hmm. a mix. It's a mixed bag of it. I mean, it used to be very Ultimate Universe mixed with the regular universe for the comics is where we got in the movies. Now the movies kind of, but it's st- but even then it's still it's always just been its own thing. I mean, you can draw references from everywhere, man. I know, but it's like everybody's like, well, then that I remember the comics are like okay. Well, no, it's its own universe at this point. I'm just saying that most of the stories draw from the comics, at least on some level. Yeah, something comes from somewhere. Like, so her, ca- right. her her character, who she is, and but she came from Captain Marvel. You know what I mean? Well, Spectrum in the movies came from Captain Marvel. Yeah, in the comic books, Monica's a totally separate thing. Like, eventually she was Captain Marvel, but will they do that in the movies? I I don't know, man. But it is really weird about the the whole thing in the hospital. Seems weird. Weird enough that I think that's what they're going to do with it. Now, could I be wrong? Sure. Easily. Leave Cat Marvel 2 and maybe she's only in there for five minutes. I mean, who knows? Cat Marvel 2 is so far away at this point. Like, who knows? But I think that's what they're going to do with her. Well, I think the big reveal is, uh, Evan Peters, who was the Quicksilver in all the X-Men movies. Yep. Um, makes an appearance. And see, that's the thing that I noticed that you didn't notice. Which part? It was like they re- she recast her brother, and like you didn't catch that. No, I heard her say it when we were talking about before. I'd actually watched the episode. I didn't know that had happened yet. That was something I hadn't seen yet. After seeing it, yeah, I saw it on the show when I watched it with you. Yeah, but, but her saying that it's just like because you're like you think it's just like somebody from town that like I she did. turned into it. Hundred percent. And I don't think that that's the case. Which I, th- is fine. I think she pulled him. That's where I think that the that's where I think that the multiverse, like the kids, right. I think her and Vision have kids in another dimension. And so I think that, like, she pulled that energy from the multiverse. And I think that her brother exists that looks different in another dimension. Because they have to bring the X-Men into this eventually. Like, sure. if they don't, then they're wasting a ton of money. So, like, and they've never said that they weren't going to. Right. They did say that, like, the next Deadpool movie is going to be part of the MCU. Right. So, like, they are bringing that part into it. Well, if they're bringing him, I don't, I don't think they wouldn't bring the others, but as a thing, I, I don't disagree. I think at some point, the X-Men will definitely show so up. So, my thing is, like, you know, Aaron Taylor Johnson's character of, of you know, uh, Quicksilver's dad. Right. You know, he died in Ultron, but another version of her brother exists and she looks at him weird. Like she looks at him like, um, you're not my brother, but you are my brother. Right. It is definitely weird. Like her response to him is pretty crazy. And the way they filmed it was really awesome. Well, yeah. And a lot of people have a lot of like, so as we speak of online rumor stuff and online gossip and blah, 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 how are they going to, because the Scarlet Witch Quicksilver, because then they never did Scarlet Witch in the X-Men stuff. Well, she's there, but they never tell you who she is. So we see Quicksilver in the X Men movies. Yeah. So in the X Men movies, first movie, Quicksilver movie. is in there. He is. Wanda is too. And they call him. Know. And they call him Quicksilver. They do. But 
And then there is there is somebody who we assume is Wanda, but they never call her Scarlet Witch, and like they just well, she's just there in the background. It's kind a of. it's a little sister that's much younger. And they yeah, but they don't ever really like it's no. there, but it's kind of like you assume that's who it is, kind of uh, like other than her having the red hair, there's no real match. I mean, it, right. the fact that he's that they call her his sister is what alludes to what it is. But that's back when there were still disputes with Fox and Disney who could do what with what. And they had the ability to use Quicksilver because of him being part of the X-Men franchise brand, whereas Wanda was part of the Avengers franchise brand. So, the, as far as who had but, uh, rights... But it's also Wanda, like they could use they could use uh, Pietro Maximoff and Wanda Maximoff and vice, you know, like they could use, they could use names and like, it was, it was a, like, again, we, we've it's talked, like, it, it was a battle, weird thing, yeah. but it doesn't matter anymore. No, not anymore. So like, how are they going to merge those things? Yeah, I don't know. And so now that they have the multiverse thing, are they just going to be like, leave the, the old version of the brother dead? And this is the new version of the brother that got pulled through the multiverse by her powers because she's such a powerful person pulls him into that universe. Maybe it's a good possibility, man. Like at this point, and I think that's a good possibility. I still kind I still think it's something different, but as a thing, that could easily be an answer, and it would make sense. Power-wise, she has the right power set. Chaos magic behaves chaotically, and so it ripping in a hole in reality because she's drawing on loss from emotion. But again, I don't think sense. that she tore it. I don't think she tore it. You don't think she tore reality? No. So where do you think he came from then? I think that I think Riata got tore with the Infinity Stones. Oh right, right. Okay, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Okay, I think because now it's torn, so she was able to access him because there's already a rip in reality. Yeah. Okay, I can prescribe to that even easier. That's what I'm saying. I think I think because of the Infinity Stones f- fractured time. Right. Well, reality itself. It's in reality. It well, time, reality, mm-hmm. everything. All of I it. think because of that, it's easier for her to pull on things. I can see that being a good being a possibility. And I prescribe that a little easier than just being her magic. Both those things possibilities. Same with the kids. Well, yeah, the kid. I don't think the kids are familiar with reality, but I mean, they could be. I guess. I think that's more likely than than being elements of. Mephisto. But maybe if they exist in another sure. one, of, one of the other dimensions, different that, reality. Like, sure. She pulled them through to her, you I know, mean, and like. I mean, maybe. I don't. I just you know, it's there's there's a lot to it. Like, I think it's going to be. You don't want to get too crazy with it, because then people are going to be like, nah, that's hokey right. and stupid. So it's got to be something relatively simple. I mean, that, those If are- everything's just fake and she's just sitting there in the in the rain crying and, like, holding Vision's body <laughs> and, like, two little dolls that she thinks are, like, her kids. so messed up. Yeah. That, it dead be, dog there. Oh, my God. It'd be dark and messed up and horrible. <laughs> and it's not even a dog. It's, like, a rat that she right. found. Like, well, he's a small dog, so he could be a rat. Exactly. So I'm just like, man. But I really think that, like, I really think that she, I think those those beings are actually alive. I, the the person that you, the, what is her, uh, um, Agnes? Agnes, yeah. She's a weird one because it's like she's she's interacting different than everyone else does. Different than all the other people in town. Yeah, she's she's the only one that acts different than everyone else. Like she doesn't care. Well, it's like the stuff happens. She, she knows and like, it's okay. And, and like and again, like finding the dead dog, or did she kill the dog? Like I was just like, oh. both weird possibilities. And like she's. She seems to be... Because, because she comes from behind a bush. Yes. She doesn't say that it ate flowers. She's like, I thought... No, she it- does. She says it, that she tried to get him before she... She says her begonias or something. She says a particular flower that he ate so many she didn't know how many he, how many he ate. And she wanted to wrap him up before they showed up, which is why she was wrapping him in the, in the blanket or whatever so they wouldn't have to see him. 
but she says that he was eating her her flowers and that he ate too many. And mm. she had no idea how many he ate. So, like, the death of the dog could easily be that she killed him, but she gives the reasoning being that he ate all those the flowers that would have killed him. All right. So, a- as a thing, she says words that make it okay, but did she... Did, I mean, did she kill the dog? Maybe. Right. I mean, it's a good possibility. But she stands up out of the bushes with him and, like... The idea that that's what did it makes sense. And she says, and Wanda does say, my brother's far away. She doesn't say that he died. No, yeah. She says that he's she far, away, he's far so away. So, like, you know, are her powers in the MCU that she can see into other dimensions? And she sees that he, part one of her, like, a version of her brother still is alive? Maybe. You know what I mean? Like, she's seeing into these, fra- this, into this fractured. That would lend to the idea of the multiverse madness, sure. I of mean, maybe. Ma- which, of madness, which, like, she's kind of. Crazy. Mad. So like, bit. and she does. We know that she does do that in the comics. Yeah. So, is it going to be Doctor Strange that pulls her back? Like, you know, it would make a lot of sense because there. So there's a batch of uh, uh, information online that says that we're going to have an appearance at the end of the season that's a very Luke Skywalker esque appearance. And like, I don't know what. I mean, it sounds like a really cool promise, but as far as like, there's so many different lines you could draw, and like. If it was strange, that would make a lot of sense to me because it would usher in the movie. I thought it was going to be Fury. I mean, it could be Fury, too, because we haven't seen him in a while. So, like, there's lots of different options of, like, who it could be. And, like, advertising-wise, I could see it be Fury. I could see it be Doctor Strange. I could see it be freaking Hawkeye. I could see it be... Either Winter Soldier or Falcon. Those aren't going to be... Those aren't Luke Skywalker has That's what I'm saying. None of them sound that way. I mean, Fury's the closest one, too. Because everybody else... I mean, we see him at the end of Endgame. So, like, as a thing... Not that we don't see Fury, but... of, of Luke Skywalker-esque is saying it's going to be, like... Super crazy. Deadpool or Wolverine. Yeah. Like, somebody like that. It's a good possibility, man. I don't... Maybe, maybe it's Fastbender. I don't know. I, it's... Such a crazy idea, and like the trying to draw a line to who that could be. I mean, at this point, it has to be epic. Otherwise, like, what are you doing? So I don't know. And we already know that she's going to be in the Doctor Strange film. So if she it's is. strange, it's not going to be like everybody's going. Like, oh, okay. Right. Well, in Doctor Strange, casting wise, supposedly has both the Spider Man's cast in it, uh, being McGuire and uh, Garfield. So in the Doctor Strange movie, yeah. Oh, I thought it was just in the Spider Man movie. No, they were casting both of them apparently. Mm. Now, granted. How much of that is confirmed and how much of that is just stuff on the line? I don't know, man. But they're saying that they're both in both movies, which to me sounds crazy. But, I mean, I'd say check IMDb to make sure, but even that you can't be sure of because things change on there, too. But yeah, when you say epic epic appearance, I don't I don't know, man. Yeah, see, so the only people that are confirmed for that are, are her. Right. Rachel McAdams as Dr. Christine Palmer. Benedict... Cumberbatch, um, uh, Chueto, Geofor uh, was Mordo. Um, oh yeah, from the first movie. And Benedict Wong, and who is Wong? Yeah, and then uh, Zocho Gomez, who plays American Chavez. Oh, that's crazy. American Chavez is gonna be in there. Okay, I didn't know that. Interesting. Yeah. So. But yeah, I can see any of those be possibilities as far as like what you're saying to Escher and the X-Men. I, I still don't necessarily think that's what's going to happen. I could see that being 
I mean, I could totally see that being what the deal is. I still think inside that it's going to turn out to be that he's just a dude from dude from the the, the city, and that the casting of that particular character was to mess with us, the audience. So that's what I think is going to be. I could easily see it be any of the other options, though. Like all those make sense to me. And if they're going to usher in the X Men this way, awesome. I mean, they got to do it sometime, right? And I think that guy's great. His Quicksilver, I think, is awesome. So I don't think that's going to be it. I I think this is akin to a uh, another thing from the old 70s shows and like in Bewitched where they replaced the husband, Darren, with a different actor. We used Dick York and then Dick Sargent. So two different dudes that played the same part without any kind of like bump in the road. Like nobody said anything about it. The only people that noticed was the audience because the characters inside continue to behave the same. I think this might be a lean to that and the recasting remark might be about that. But could it be the other, the other thing when she pulled him? Sure. I mean, yeah, you were saying that last night, and I was like, I think, I mean, there's been multiple recasts, and people are like, whatever. But sure. like, I think, that I, I think it's really just, just straight up Pietro from the other universe. I, I think it's just like they're trying to like they got like they got to merge those characters like eventually they can't Somehow, just, yeah. they have to like they have to acknowledge that they can't just be like, well, it never happened. Right. I mean, I guess they could, but like that's not really how Marvel It'd does be things. A pretty big waste. But just so you know, I'm looking right now on some stuff. They've already cast uh, King the Conqueror. Right, for Ant-Man. Yeah, for Jonathan Majors. Mm-hmm. Like they've already, they already have an actor to play him. Yeah. So he's already going to be there in 2022, so. Right. Yeah. King Conquer is a bad guy for Ant-Man 3. We, we said that before on this different shows. I didn't know that they had the actor yet. They, they, oh, they yeah. said there was rumor that they were, Kang was going to, supposed to be the bad guy, but they didn't have an actual actor, but he's like officially cast as Jonathan Majors. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't have been remembered his name if you asked me what his name was, but yeah. They showed, they've showed a picture of him painted up like King, too, but I don't, I think that's a fan art. I don't think it's a real picture. So I thought that, I thought it was all just rumor. No, they had, they, yeah. People who they thought would be that person. No, yeah, at this point, it's a full-on thing. But, but yeah, interesting. I mean, whether he can be a bad guy that's a full-on Avengers bad guy, sure. Will he be more likely to be an Ant-Man bad guy? I don't know, man. That's a, if he's coming from the microverse, I, it's a good question. I don't know. Comic book wise, King is from the future and time travels multiple multiple times, fighting himself, fighting the Avengers, fighting whoever to try to take over everything. Um, Doom, he fights. Well, he fights Doom. That's true. Um, at one point, a young version shows up who is Iron Lad. So, an Iron Lad was here to help the Avengers stop him from becoming the bad version of himself. So, as a thing, could that lead to again a young Avengers? Maybe. Would they call it that? Uh, no. Would they just call it Avengers? Maybe. If it gets that far, Iron Lad would be one more piece of that scenario. Now, granted, I've seen nothing to suggest there's no, actually going to really, be a thing. You just want a young Avengers. And Kate Bishop makes sense. The kids uh, make sense. I'm going to say something happened. I mean, it's okay. You're welcome to say that. I'm not saying it is. I just think it's a possibility. And... There's enough pieces in play at this point, especially if the twins. It was such, such it was such a not thing for very long. It'd be like, it'd be like they're, it's, it'd be like the, the, you know, DC like they're working towards a young Justice film. It's like, it's it's so it's such a it's such a side thing. It's like, but I don't think they were treated as young Avengers. I think they treat it as the next step in the Avengers I, line. I don't. Okay. Well, we don't it's like being like forever. Hmm? We don't have Captain America forever. No, but we already have them. Like, you got Winter Soldier and Falcon. Right. And they could easily fit into that same scenario. I mean, they weren't part of the Young Avengers story at all. 
But otherwise, no, why, just, why deal with Kate Bishop at all? Basically, you just have another incarnation of, like, Captain Marvel, Spider-Man, Hulk, you know, Vision, and well, if they Scarlet were, Witch. If they were really going to do that, then they'd be making the champions. And I think that's way less likely. Well, the champions, it's still, they're still all Avengers. No, no, there's a book called The Champions. I know, it has exactly exactly that cast. I, Miles Morales, Miss No, Marvel, I'm talking about Paul regular, Khan. I'm talking about Peter Parker. Oh, Peter Parker Avengers. And Carol Danvers and Hulk and. So new, so new Avengers. Just, uh, just Avengers. Those people were Avengers before, just regular Avengers. Like, before new Avengers a thing, they've all been Avengers before. There's a West Coast Avengers. Well, yeah, we still was... haven't brought Wonder Man into the fact that Wonder Man could still be a thing. Oh man, that'd be crazy if they put Wonder Man in there. You know, you got U.S. Agent. You got a, somebody who could become U.S. Agent. You could make, you could, you could have Falcon be Cap, and you could be, you know, Winter Soldier be U.S. Agent. Like, and you, you know, you, there's just so many other people that like that were part of Avengers and West Coast Avengers, and there's like sure. there's so many options that we could go with and it's like it's not just you know new avengers or young avengers or what's current like it could be it's they're pulling from everywhere so there's like so much stuff plus you know they they confirmed the new fantastic four film there's there's like so many things coming up that like you know you, you're gonna have a new reed richards you're gonna have a new human torch a new thing a new you know right. you know sue storm and like those are gonna be part of things and so like you know you gotta have an you know you, there's just I think we might lean off the Avengers as a main franchise and move forward to uh, a Fantastic Four or X-Men scenario instead. Who Let knows? Them head the boat. Which, but, but who knows? Right. At this point, the only reason I say Young Avengers is because of the pieces that are in play right now. Does that mean they'll be that? No. I mean, Kate Bishop might only show up in the TV show for Hawkeye, and then after that, we don't bother with her. The boys, I doubt they're going to go away, but it, it could easily be at the end of this season of WandaVision that... She goes really crazy because the kids get disappeared. At, at the maybe the she's going to be the next villain. That would be a possibility too. Maybe the Doctor Strange movie. She's actually the bad guy. You know what? Maybe maybe they do some sort of like onslaught version where she's the bad guy. Sure. And she like her and her and her. She takes like her and like what's left of Vision in her brain like create this new version or. Wouldn't that be interesting? Because she's the bad guy in the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, you just there's so many there's so many things they can do because they've done so many different things. Sure. Like, oh yeah, it's it's really a lot of interesting possibilities out there uh, as far as like options, man. Like it's so because of movie versions of things, they can do whatever they want. Yeah, and they have. So. You know, like we had an entire Infinity Gauntlet like arc that included no one from like none of the heroes from the original. Oh, None yeah. of the main heroes. Uh, other than Cap, I guess, but even... But no. he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a main hero from the original. No. They were all in it, but yeah. you had no Silver Surfer. No Moon Dragon. Yeah. No yeah. No Adam Warlock. The biggest part of it, really. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. none of that. None of them. I mean, Drax was around, but it wasn't the same Drax. Not at all. You didn't, so have, any, like, you didn't have Pip? No. Yeah, yeah. Pip wasn't there either. So, like, all the main, like, hero types in the Infinity Gauntlet... You didn't have, the only you didn't have Thanos' brother, which is like, uh, uh, something Fox or. Oh, yeah, Star Fox. Is it Star Fox? Pretty sure. And yeah. he's like, he's a Titan as well, and it's like yeah. Thanos' brother. Like, there's just, you know, I mean, you, you, they did the, an entire arc of arguably one of the biggest crossovers in Marvel's history, and none of, like, the main heroes are the main heroes. Yeah, and the main story, not at all. So. Yeah, I mean, as a thing, dude, other than the namesake, that's the closest piece to that that the book was. 
is the namesake. And there was no second shoe that was the in-game. The books we did, Infinity War, and then we did Infinity Crusade, which are very different things. And, like, even the goddess in the movies is, like, a race of people, not what Adam Warlock split himself up to be in the comics. The good part. The good portion of Adam Warlock. When he right. split himself into good and evil, like... Yep, we got the girl. Magus was his evil. And Magus, yeah. Magus was good. But, so, he, but he was still him. Right. So there's all well, three. Well, he, he didn't change, really. But, yeah, she was quote-unquote pure good, but pure good, it doesn't matter if you jaywalked or murdered, it's the same punishment, because she didn't see any... Yeah, gray. I'm saying there's like, there's just so much to it, it's craziness. Yeah, versus the movies, like, her in the movies is very different. So, like, as a thing, yeah, they could easily do anything else. It's super interesting. And, like, the possibilities so far, at this point, pretty much everything they've done, lineup-wise, fits a category that is cool. So whether they're the same as the comics or whether they're a different flavor of the comics, they've been good movies. So it doesn't necessarily matter. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for yeah, sure. like as a thing. I like that they're not anywhere with the comics and everybody. Like, my, it's one of my favorite things about all this stuff is that like people who are so diehard, will, well, in the comics, this didn't happen. It's just like, okay, well, it doesn't matter anymore because they've done so many films at this point. That there's no comparison anymore. Like, you can't be like, well, in the comics, this one time, like, mm, okay, well, they might be able to use part of that. But, like, at this point, they've done, they've created such their own universe. It's mm-hmm. like, it's like somebody reading a, an issue, which the Ultimates haven't been a thing for a long time. But it was like somebody reading an issue of, of Ultimate Spider-Man and being like, well, in regular Spider-Man, that never happens. It's like, you're right. Because it's an entire different universe. And it, what, I mean... There's some similarities, and there's some, like, character names are the same, and powers are the same, but other, other than that, like, they are on their own course to do their own thing, and that's what the MCU, MCU is. And I'm really, I'm really excited about it, because it, it kind of takes away the ability for the ultimate, like, fanboy, or whatever, to just be like, well, that's not how it really happened, and it's just like, okay. Yeah. Cause, like, when you do a Lord of the Rings movie, there's, just the Lord of the Rings books, and that's it. So, like, if you, like, try to go... And they're going to go off script. Like, they're going to do the Lord of the Rings... Like, the... Prequel? The Yeah, whatever it is, and they're going to... It's going to be... There's only so much information on those, you know, the Amazon show. Right. And so, they're, they're going to have... It's going to be loosely based on it. But but even then, people who, like, who read the original The Hobbit and then the Lord of the Rings trilogy, like, there's things that they did in the movies that never happened in the books. And people are like, oh, my gosh, that never happened in the books. And I was one of those people. I was like, what are these people doing here? You know what I mean? But, like, as as far as comic fans go, you know, a fan of Iron Man is like, well, that never happened in Iron Man. Like, this, that, that person was this person, or, you know, the Mandarin was really this person. It's just like, well, like, okay. But, like, it's it's gone on and done its own thing so so far. So far gone from the comics. Like, yeah, there's 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 likenesses and there's, like, similarities, but they, they just did their own story with, with what they had, and they sure. just changed it, which is great. And it's like, because then you don't have to worry about it, like, hurting your feelings. Like, I love Adam Warlock, and if they bring Adam Warlock into the MCU, I'm going to be very excited because I love the character. But if they do him in a way that, like, I don't like, I'm not going to get pissed off about it. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting take. That's just how I'm going to be about it. Yeah, I imagine his his appearance, which is toted at the end of Guardians 2, will be very different than what the comic books did. I mean, it might be more in line with the very first appearance, the whole, uh, in Journey of the Mystery, when they called him him, but even then, like, and the fit in the world is so different now that 
Well, until they bring in some uh, Howard the Duck, then we're not, I'm, I'm going to have some issues. You mean so. he's a main character? Because he's, he's only yeah, in his Guardians. Own, well, his own movie? Yeah, his own movie, man. Man. Get a new Howard the Duck. I do like the original Howard the Duck just fine. I think it'd be good as a TV show, actually. If they were to do a TV series, the most recent batch of books they did was basically he was a detective in uh-huh. New York. That'd be bad. It'd really, follow, be badass. It'd be cool. Yeah, if they follow that, it'd be really cool. Yeah. That'd be really neat. I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't either, but I think it'd be really cool. I think it'd be cool if it did. It's bad. Batch of Stories was awesome. Right. And you could have everybody cameo, because that was the point of it. All right. That'd be really cool. But yeah, again, I don't think it's So part of you signing on for to do a Marvel movie is you have to be on an episode of Power of the Duck? Sure. It'd be it'd hilarious. It'd make perfect sense. So, I, Yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, I, you think that they would iron that out a little bit, because people... Even even the newer people, when they see the Howard the Duck at the end, are like, I don't get it. But Seth Green's the voice. That's awesome. So. Right. I think that'd be cool if we saw a series of, of it turn into something. Even if it was only like a cheeky thing that lasted for one one season or whatever. But yeah, I think that'd be cool. Cameo it up, man. We'll do some sort of Defender show, like proper news part of it. I don't think we'll see another Defenders necessarily. Just because we already used that title. But I don't think he should not show up in other stuff. I think it'd be cool if he did. I mean, there's a Secret Defenders, and he was one of the Secret Defenders. There was. So you could do it that way. If he did Secret Defenders, then yeah. I could see him bridge it that way. Even the Defenders wasn't really right. I mean, they made it all the guys from Netflix, and that's not what the Defenders were. The Defenders were Hulk, Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, and Namor. So... was a Wolverine one of them. No. At one point he was. He might have been one of the later incarnations, but the original group was right. those four. And none of them are in... No, yeah, that's Namor. It's another one we haven't seen yet. Yep. Well, if the Fantastic Four work out, then it's a good possibility. They did kind of to- like, they did kind of put an Easter egg in uh, in game where we have them talking about the uh, seismic activity outside of Wakanda coming from the seabed, and they yeah, had they, to investigate. They it. also think that might be the Celestials. It could be. It could be both things. Um, I think because because Captain Marvel is also re- like investigating that on several other planets, which are Celestial. Eggs. Also having yeah, also having earthquakes. I think to use it for either one of those things and be fine either way, but it's it's in there as a a tool right. for something else. And yeah, celestials. It could be if the celestials are going to be the next wave of bad guys, pretty easily, which would make a lot of sense because the but size they, they are. But they weren't really bad guys, like. But they have also seen a celestial because he's a, nowhere is this. And an, uh, it's the only one we've really dealt with in the movies at all. So. In in the comics, we've had a bunch of stories where they fought celestials before and. Where a group of Avengers back in caveman days that were not really the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like there's there's been different things with them, but as a thing, if it's the Celestials, you could use that for that. If it's Namor, you could use it for that. It's an easy open ended thing. But cool that it was there. Then it wouldn't make any difference if like if she's investigating that on other planets, on multiple other planets, and that's also happening on Earth. Then they're like completely separate things, but they say it's the same thing on molten. Like Captain Marvel says, she's dealing with it on other planets, and so it's kind of more likely celestials, sure, or something similar to that. I guess we'll see. Or maybe like disturbances on other planets, like that. Like maybe it's some sort of Galactus. Man, it'd be crazy if it was a Galactus level thing instead. Especially if we're doing Fantastic Four, it'd be nice if we got a villain other than just Doctor Doom. Not that I don't love Doom, because I do. I think he's great. Unless they do a Spider-Man thing where like Doom's already is there, and then just like they don't, they just they they just like screw it. We're gonna move past that. <laughs> like we already got Doom. He's already here. Yeah, I would like that better than a 
origin story again. I did kind of like that with the new Spider-Man stuff. That's I think I probably like him so much. Like he's my favorite Spider-Man. Yeah, it helps that he's closer to the right age. And as far as like the way the kid moves and this is his ability to act with other actors is really impressive. Better. Oh yeah, so good. And again, like the MJ thing, like it doesn't have to be Mary Jane Watson. It's just a, it's just a girlfriend. It's a character. Like again, like the MCU, like they're doing their own thing, which I like. Like they don't have, it doesn't have to be so There's married other, to the comics. They have said other things where she's not the same character, right? But it, but it, you know, they're still, it's still representing the same type of person in his life. Sure, which is a female character. Sure, you know what I mean. There's no Gwen Stacy either, so I mean, whatever. As far as a thing, we'll we'll see where it irons out. But but it could be Glenn. It could be. Not Gwen instead of Glenn. Be Glenn? Yeah. It's just I his friend instead. find that really unlikely. <laughs> I'm not saying impossible, but I say unlikely. You never know. Yeah, unlikely. Um, anything else about WandaVision? I mean, All right. Let's see where it goes. I'm stoked. I like that having Peter's kid. Oh, yeah. He's he's great. I didn't like we were looking earlier, Rick. I didn't realize he was like one of the best friends in uh, Kick-Ass. So I didn't remember that at all. But so as, soon as, as soon as I read that, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's a cool, he's a cool actor. And Aaron Taylor Johnson, he's just kind of, I, nah, I'm, I'm whatever with him. It's like, hilarious because they're both in that movie, and they both play the same guy. Since they're both playing Quicksilver, and they're both in that same movie together, that's pretty cool. Aaron Taylor Johnson's in what? Aaron Taylor Johnson? He's the original Quicksilver. He's right. also Kick-Ass. Right. He's the, he's, he is Kick-Ass. Yeah. So the two of them were in that movie together, and they both went on to play Quicksilver in different franchises. Right. It, that's just crazy in my head. It's awesome. Um, so after all that nonsense, um, what'd you learn today, Josh? We're just as confused yesterday as we were today. I mean, like, we'll see how it happens at midnight. <laughs> we're even more confused. I would say probably for another two episodes, yeah. E- easily. Well, I, I, like I said, I thought there were ten, but if there's only eight, that means that there's three left. And oh, three, that's right. Six, I mean, yeah, okay. We're going to get more confused before we get less confused. And I think even at the end of it, we're going to be even confused. So. It's a good possibility. It was going to be a Luke Skywalker type event. Maybe That's what be, they're saying. Maybe it'll be yeah. Luke Skywalker. You know how hilarious that would be? We're just doing it all. <laughs> oh, that'd be crazy. I mean, it is a Marvel property, so sure. It'd be hilarious. Um, or if just Baby Yoda. Just, that would just, be double hilarious. Just Grogu just being like... Shows up and he's like, hey, I'm Baby. be awesome. Eating a puppy. <laughs> it'd be terrible, but hilarious. Eating Sparky. Be like, what the heck is going on? It's crazy. The kids are like, we're just going to level back down. We don't like this. Right. Man. Crazy. Benjamin Button it. Just go backwards instead. Sure. Let's see why not. What did I learn today, Josh? Mm, uh, Gina, Gina Carano is a... <laughs> she needs to get a better PR person? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. That's probably, that's probably a good... That's probably. We'll, we'll go with that. She needs to look into that. Man. Uh, you got any books to watch, Josh? Uh, new Guardian stuff coming out, but like I saw the cover for it, like the pre- one of the preview covers. And I don't see any rocket, so I don't understand. But then, like, and he's on one of the special covers though, so is he not part of the new Ro- Guardians? Don't, don't know. We're not far enough along to know that yet. But yeah, that main cover it doesn't seem like he's included. I don't really like Hulkling, like in his crazy, like weird cape and stuff. Like, oh, he looks like Drax, but like not Drax. blonde hair and right. Like he looks like old school Drax. Yeah, you know, talking about when Drax oh, yeah. had the weird cape. Yeah, the purple, the purple uh, headdress and the cape, and yeah, it was a very different. I don't know who that guy is. That's Wanda's uh, son. That's Wiccan. No, he's the uh, he's the one that dresses like an Asgardian, uses magic. One yeah. of her sons. Yep, the other one's a speedster. 
So they they have the same powers in the uh, comics, at least, as what Wanda and uh, Quicksilver have. I do like on this cover that we're looking at that nobody on, that was listening to us can see, but that uh, <laughs> Gamora has the uh, old school Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, well, the first. Not old, old school, but the Gamora version, uh, from the Guardian, when she, when she was first part of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, yeah. The like, Adam Warlock one. Yeah, like when they were all wearing, the, like, those blue, like, blue and red costumes, like they were, like, more like police, military style uniforms. Right. More, more like Nova Corps style, sort of. No. Not, not in the helmets, but like the shoulder pads and stuff with the knee, knee pads and everything. No. They look more like uni- like military uniform, police uniforms. <laughs> I mean, that's what the Novas are. Because that's Nova Corps right there. Because yeah. Nova's right in the middle. Look at his shoulder pads. It's the same thing. But they have like pouches and oh, yeah, gloves, yeah. and yeah, they're like more like clothes instead of uh, like spandex. Sure. Because like Rocket wore wore that periodically. He even wore it like for a little. I thought that was a cool throwback when they an end game when he wore that. Like he kind of had that uniform on. Oh, during, yeah. yeah. Prior, whenever he was running around with the, with the Thor. This cool costume. They yeah, look cool. Really, really cool. Uh, this particular cover is by Brett Booth. So if, if you Google Brett Booth Guardians, I'm sure you'll find it. Because it's got Star Lord, Nova, Hulkling, Wiccan, uh, Groot, and uh, Gamora on the front of it. But yeah, they're, so we're getting a brand new number one, and we're moving forward with a slightly different team, which is, I don't know, it's pretty normal for Guardians. Um, there's a couple books coming out from Image that I think look freaking cool. Um, so they're gonna be doing a uh, a book called Geiger, and it's written by Jeff Johns. Art on it's gonna be by Gary Frank and uh, Brian Anderson. So Gary Frank's the same dude who did the uh, art for Doomsday Clock, and Jeff Johns is most known for his Marvel writing, but he wrote some Avengers too. Uh, or no, sorry, not for his Marvel, for his DC writing. He's most known for his DC writing. But he also wrote Avengers. So he wrote a lot of Flash, a lot of Booster Gold, Blackest Night, uh, Batch of Justice League. Anyhow, he's doing a book with, uh, with Image now. And it's basically about a world after nuclear fallout. But it looks pretty cool. Should be interesting. Um, and there's another one that's gonna come out, I wanna say, I think in April, called, uh, The Silver Coin. And it's a five-part miniseries. It's an anthology book, and it's like a. It's supposed to be like a horror story kind of book. So, I think the truth is we're following the coin through the different stories, but it's going to have different writers, different artists on each issue, and the names they have listed are great. I mean, the first one's Chip Zarsky, and that guy's awesome. Um, they also have uh, Jeff Lemire on it. So, like, good writers. So, if you like, I don't know, like scary type books. That's what it's supposed to be. And I think we're following the coin as the main character because of the name of it. Um, first one looks a little Pick of Destiny-like, at least from the test art. But as far as the thing, like all those guys are good writers, so I think it should be really cool. Um, then there was another one called Jules Verne's Lighthouse. Um, another five-part miniseries. Uh, the, test, or the, the pages they put out in the previous catalog look awesome. Uh, there's a book called Sonata, and the artist from Sonata, Brian Haberlin, is doing it. So it's got like a steampunk sci-fi look to it. Uh, the dude writing it is David uh, Hine, and uh, he's he's a decent writer too. Not a whole lot of things that I can remember popularity-wise, but I don't remember ever reading anything I didn't like that he did. Um, but as a thing, it's an adaption of a Jules Verne story, so I think that'll be cool. And the art looks cool. 
So I think those will all be pretty neat. Um, yeah, space up last the end of the world. Right. Um, is there anything else you saw in there, Josh? We got on your list. Just like in the uh, the DC Future Day stuff. Sure. Well, yeah, we got a few more of those to wrap out the end of the month, and there's going to be one happening afterwards, which is called Future State Gotham, and it is happening past all the other books. And I, I think it's going to deal with the magistrate because that's kind of what the cover looks like it's dealing with. It doesn't have an actual write-up yet. Um, well, not that I've seen, at least. It's not going to come out until May. So what information in the world about it other than a cover? Maybe there's a paragraph of text, but it's uh, happening later than all the other ones. So that's interesting. The cover looks cool. Um, another DC one, they're going to be doing a Batman book called Batman uh, Urban Legends. And it's also going to be more of an anthology book. So it's going to have the same... Kind of how the Future State books work, where they've got three different stories inside of them. It's going to be a similar idea. And the first, at least six issues, have a Batman Red Hood story. So like a duo story. A Grifter story. And then a Katana story. I don't know if the Katana one and the Grifter one run for the full six, because they're not listed that way. But the Red Hood one does. So that's really cool, just because it's an interesting mix of things. I guess we'll see what it winds up being, but yeah, at this point it's toted as, uh, as at least the first six issues will connect to each other, and the primary story is the Red Hood story, I guess. But yeah, it's called Batman Urban Legends. Oh gosh, another one. Sorry, then I'll stop. Uh, Robin is getting a new book, Damien Robin, and just titled Robin, with his new gray costume, where he's, I guess, still Robin, but not really Robin, since his divorce from Batman. And, uh... Another one that so this one he's supposed to, what's supposed to be happening in the story is he's going after a batch of uh, assassins on an island where you get ranked to be the best assassin. So it'll be interesting to see what it is. I think it'll be cool just because it looks neat. Um, one that you'll like, which I don't think you know about yet. No. Um, they're doing Challenge of the Super Sons, and it is going to be taking place prior to John's age up. So we're getting another run of Damien and John as kids doing. Adventure stuff like Odd Couple A. And it's Peter Tomasi writing it, same dude who wrote the first two. I think it's the same artist, but I do not remember the artist's name. I feel like it's the same guy, but I guess I don't know that. But it is definitely Peter Tomasi, so it's the same writer. And he is awesome too. Did a lot of Green Lantern Corps, and if you read any of the Super Sons or Superman from like three years ago, it, that was him writing it before Bendis. So good stuff. I think that'll be cool. It's a mini series, I want to say seven part, I think. But that should be freaking awesome. Because that idea and that concept is really cool. I think that's all that I got as far as things for the moment. Because there's always more things. Anything else, buddy? Nope. Alright, man. Um, it's a key? Now come on, man.